0: Louise McSherry on 2FM.
1: First, it is time for how to be an adult. And you know the drill with how to be an adult. We talk about something that we feel like we should probably know, but maybe you just kind of missed it. At some stage, you weren't in that class. Maybe you didn't have the opportunity to take home economics. So my husband is always giving out about. Um Because we are talking cooking today. Well, specifically, we're talking baking because how to... No, not how to be a baker. <laughs> Great British Bake Off is returning this week to our TV screens on Tuesday night. And I thought, who better? I don't know anyone more passionate about baking than Owen Klusky from Bread41. Hello, Owen.
0: Uh, how are you? Thanks I'm very well, me. thank you.
1: Pull that microphone right into okay, you there super. so the beautiful people can hear you. Um, so now... Obviously, people know that you're a bread man if bread people man. are familiar. You're actually, I, I've seen you on the side of buses.
0: Oh, I'm on a bus. You're on the side yeah. of Dublin buses what at have the I moment. <laughs>
1: yeah, so there's no missing you um, in Dublin anyway. But for people who don't know, maybe in other parts of the country, you own Bread 41, which yeah. is a bakery.
0: Yeah, uh, so Bread 41 is on 41 Pier Street and it's a bakery eatery. And we basically make bread, pastries, cakes. Everything from scratch, so it's a it's a fabulous environment, and it was my dream to open in Dublin City Centre. So we are three years there, actually, just September 7th of September gone.
1: I didn't, re- God, I hadn't thought about the fact that you were only open a year really before the pandemic hit.
0: Yeah, it's sort of weird because um, I think I always had this dream of having a really small bakery, and then it just sort of grew organically, and I was like, oh, let's just keep going. And then the pandemic hit, which I was actually saying, it feels like it's gone on for like years. Yeah. Well, it it's, has. Uh, it's been great it's <laughs> been great it's been really good um, in terms of we kept working we closed down we kept the team going and I sat down with the team and said this is what do you want to do guys and girls and we decided so it's been it's been a bit of a blur but it's great we're coming out of it and Dublin's coming back alive. Traffic is back. Yeah, Um, traffic is definitely back. So it's been great. Great experience.
1: So you're obviously really passionate about baking. I said in the introduction, I don't know anybody who's more passionate about it. So tell people who might not be familiar with you about that.
0: Well, for baking for me, it was, I think most food, as I've said to you before, we probably got instilled when we were growing up as kids. I was fortunate enough that my nanny was a baker. um, And strangely enough, my mother's maiden name is Baker. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I think it was there along. Um, And I only got into baking. I always baked, but I got in as a career late. Um, I'm a qualified carpenter. I went back and um, retrained in a sense. Fell back in love with food, um, and yes, I love everything to do with baking. I think it's uh, it's that time where when I'm when I'm baking that I can just think of nothing else but baking. So it's a really it's a good relaxation for me. And um, we make bread. I love bread. Big bread eater. Yeah. And uh, real bread in terms of sourdough, so long fermented goods, and then anything sweet, I'm a big fan of.
1: Yeah, because the the birthday cakes are kind of a new thing, aren't they?
0: Yeah, so we're making birthday cakes a while. It was a bit of a transition. We decided um, in Bread 41 we'd move to the cake thing because we were making a lot of that pastries, and pastries take, our croissants take three days, for instance, to make from start to finish. So we're looking for something that, you know, can be quicker made and get out because we were running out of stock very quickly mm-hmm. so we moved into cakes um, yeah so we make just a couple of different birthday cakes celebration cakes very simple I, lo- I love a cake that when you buy the cake you eat the cake I hate going to see a party it's a massive cake and you use three slices and put the rest in the fridge and then it goes It people go home with it and wrapped up I'm like why can't we just eat all the cake yeah. so we make predominantly small cakes um, so if you're having a party for six or a party for eight we buy this cake and it should be finished at the end of
1: it yeah yeah, because that's your whole thing, isn't it? E- eating things fresh yes. when they're at when the their best. fresh is best. best. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about baking because um, do you watch Bake Off?
0: I actually do I actually love Bake Off I think it's great I love actually out of them mall I love the kids Bake Off I think it's great and I love watching kids bake because I think when we bake as kids we don't question it; we just yeah. do it I think when we get into the adults we're like mm, why are we doing this or that so um, I love it I actually do I enjoy Bake Off um, would love to see the Irish Bake Off back
1: Yeah yeah so would yeah. I that's interesting actually that point you made about kids and they, they're not kind of questioning anything because I think a lot of people don't bake because of a lack of confidence
0: Yeah definitely I think as we get older we question certain things we do and I think that's where when we look towards food, I think food is instilled in anyone through generations for like I definitely would remember my nanny and I was, as I was saying before she had an apron on and she'd pat herself before she'd see it because she'd be covered in flour mm-hmm. and then I think she hugged you and had the flour to get flour all over your clothes mm-hmm. so that's where food came, to, came from, to me definitely instilled at a young age I'm, I'm unfortunately I think we're at a time now where I, I believe at the moment it's the generation thing where we have a, have actually a mum or a dad and a child at the same age. you can't cook or can't bake so I'm pro home economics as well in <laughs> school and um, I do believe like we should be leaving school with the skill set to prepare a meal for ourselves Yeah, and it's super important
1: So if someone's listening and they're like yeah I love Bake Off I like to watch them make the beautiful things I love to go and buy the beautiful pastries I like to buy a nice loaf of bread but I just wouldn't know where to begin if I was going to make something What are the basics that someone needs to know if they're going to bake something?
0: Well first of Baking anything, I always say, anything that comes out of your oven at home, whether what it looks like, what, what colour it is, how tanned it is, is overbaked, is always better than you'll buy because you created that. And that's mm-hmm. where the addiction comes from. So if you put something in an oven and take it out and, and taste it and you, you did that, does that self of going, you know, I can do this, I can mm-hmm. get through um, start with a cake or like I think it's always something sweet but we'll encourage you to make the next one and mm-hmm. um, bread can be a little bit more difficult and I think everyone at the moment is that sourdough trend they want to I want to learn the sourdough it's like the bike I want to ride the bike with it, the stabilizers and I always say to people you've got to start off somewhere so like a quick soda bread is very very good and then move from that moving into the fresh yeast and then going to sourdough and um, the addiction I feel once you get one loaf of bread whether it's soda bread or yeasted bread once you create that it will lead to the next step and that's where it starts off I feel if you sometimes if you start making a sourdough loaf. Mm you'll maybe mightn't work the first time and you lose interest. So I think with baking, definitely bread, I'd encourage you to try a simple soda bread recipe. Cakes, and um, yeah, I can, I'm going to share with a really simple cake recipe. So we yeah. can do that with you. Yeah, so yeah like, do. It's, yeah.
1: Because Let's say, so someone today is listening and they're like, okay, I'll make a cake. Where do I begin?
0: Um, so you begin, don't over, over, overthink the tin situation. So if you have a cupcake tin or a loaf tin, the simple recipe I'll give, and you guys can share it on tins, I mean, is a, a simple carrot cake why carrots everyone's like it's not actually much to do with the taste carrots uh, help keep the moisture in the cake so we start off with all the fours very very easy so it's 400 grams of uh, self-raising flour 400 grams of sunflower oil 400 grams of sugar four eggs job's done so four
1: eggs and oil instead of butter talk to me about that because like i feel like a lot of american recipes ask for oil and recipes in this side of the world tend to ask for butter
0: yeah it's we have the absolute best butter in the world. So <laughs> I, I, I am also pro-butter. But I actually, on the carrot cake one, is like when you cut the loaf, you can add your butter then. Right. Um, yeah, butter can be. I oh, think sorry. We,
1: You're buttering your carrot cake.
0: Oh, after, always. No?
1: I have never heard this before. Okay, so
0: do you butter banana bread? No. No. You've got to start buttering the banana bread. That's the best bit.
1: Oh, God. What do I and doing And if you really want to go
0: next level, even with the carrot cake or the banana bread, treat it as bread, toast it, and then butter. It's a dream.
1: Wow okay sorry my mind has just been blown here okay right we're buttering our carrot cake got it okay cool so that's your recipe and and what about the order of ingredients because I sometimes get stressed about this does it matter what order you're putting these things together well like
0: in? I think when baking uh, sort of wet together so all your wet ingredients will go in and then the folding method of the flour at the end is folding it in and um, I think sometimes when you read a recipe and it's very very detailed and drawn out over long two pages it, it can get lost a little bit so it's really simple to stay I always say it's like the wet ingredients together and then add your baking temperatures do matter and baking I suppose in weigh up matters so Mm. the key with baking is treat it like you're cooking and the same with cooking is prep is key Mm. pre-weighing your ingredients saves a lot of hassle so if you have five ingredients you only have two weighed up you're then running around looking for different things and then you might get to the oven and the oven's not Mm. preheated I'm a big fan of the preheating word and understanding that having your oven on and having it hot is uh, This is a fight <laughs> my husband and I
1: have all the time. I'm like, I think it's important to have the oven preheated. He's like, it doesn't matter. It's going to get hot in the end. Yeah. But then surely you're getting like an inconsistent bake.
0: Exactly. You've got to get on to that husband of yours and say you need to preheat the oven. Yeah, preheating the oven, especially with baking. You know, you want the cake or anything, the bread going in at the, at the desired heat. Not actually, if it goes in, it's the rising that will, will affect. So if it goes in a cold oven and you're heating, it just takes longer to come. Longer cooking temperatures plays with the cooking. So you want to know the cake goes in. And also on cooking temperatures, you're taking the cake out, and definitely in a tin. Remember, it's still baking. It's like a piece of meat or veg are cooking. Right. When you take it out of the oven, it's still Resting, cooking. So yeah. understanding that element of it yeah. is super important.
1: Um, so what about... um? Uh, sorry I had a question there it's just gone out of my head what about um? so you, you do your mix you mix your wet ingredients you fold in your dry ingredients you lash it in your thing like are, are you putting baking paper are you putting butter I'm actually in the not. tin I, what
0: I do with a tin is I actually butter it um, I'm super into the whole zero waste concept thing I think like baking paper you know it's in it's gone to the bin Like, there's reusable stuff you can get which is fantastic but with the tins you can just butter them same yeah. with the cupcake tin actually do people know like you butter that tin and you can pop your cake the, the cake will drop straight out as well Okay. so it's, it's, it's also super yeah, so. so you
1: don't need the paper. Liners. No, you don't need the
0: paper. Definitely with the, with the definitely with the loaf tin. I think the loaf. I, I'm, I'm big on the loaf tins, as you might know, with the bread. I think a loaf tin is really simple to start with I think everyone should have one in their press, and it should yeah. be like standard kit. And um, but they fit in, and especially when it, it can be used for cake, it can be used for a loaf of bread, and it's just it does everything. Um, and then, especially for the kids, I think with the, anything that I, I feel that anything comes that looks like a cupcake, they'll eat. Okay, yeah. So like I would work a recipe, with even a soda bread recipe, where I'll put in like leftover red peppers, pop them into a cupcake tin, and then say to the kids, hey, look, it's a cupcake, and they'll eat it. And they're like, mm, I don't know if this is much of a cupcake. <laughs> but I, I, it's, it's, how, it's how we buy, how we eat. We eat at certain things we like. You yeah, know? So yeah. It's, it's a great way. The so visual we, is
1: part of it, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, I presume you have to be adjusting your cooking time depending on what kind of tin you use.
0: Um, Yeah, definitely. With the cooking thing is like everyone thinks just bake... Everything at 180. It's like this 180 thing, I think many moons ago they put in on a thing 180, and it's just become this everything is 180. And
1: you're saying that's not the way to yeah, do so it. Yeah, so
0: bread is always hot. So, uh, bread is get the oven hot as you can. Okay. Um, so, I would say 230. I know most ovens kick off at about 240 to don't. And don't be afraid to heat your oven. I think sometimes people are going, oh, I can't go up to the, all the way to the top. Yeah. With bread, you need heat. Also in bread making you need steam so having a little vessel at the bottom of the oven that has water in it and what the water will do is it'll stop the bread drying out. Okay. So allow the moisture we take from from the tin or whatever it's in and then leaving the moisture in the bread Uh and same with cake making. Um, Cake I would go like 170, 160 depending. Maybe a little bit of a longer time. We don't want to bake with a cake super hot because what will happen is we get the crust the outside that will cook real quickly and the inside is just that little bit raw. So a little bit lower heat maybe like 160, 170 and a little bit longer.
1: And are you using the old stick in a, a metal skewer or a fork or whatever? And
0: Yeah, well like whatever works really. I think when you're baking more and more and more you understand when it's cooked when it's not. But the, like you're looking for it when you put the skewer and you're looking for it to come out with a little bit of it's not to come out dry it's come a little bit wet and then taking the cake out then and understanding that that's going to cook for right. 10 to 15 more minutes. Okay,
1: this is a spectacular tip. Okay, um, if you have a question for OWN 51552 um, it can be anything about baking. OWN is passionate about all of it and um we will get some answers for you in just a little bit. Now, though, I want to play you some Destiny's Child right after this Louise McSherry
0: on 2FM.
1: What a tune, Destiny's Child! No, 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 that is their that was their debut, their first hit single, and uh, my God, little did we know what Beyonce would become. And of course, the other women did very well too. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no denigration to them. Um, I am joined by Owen Klusky from Bread41. we're talking about baking, because Bake Off is back on Tuesday, and Owen, you were saying to me there that you think you think people get hung up on things like ovens and temperatures and proving and all the rest and it can put people off baking yeah
0: I think um, sometimes with baking I think with food when you're cooking food if a dish goes wrong or it's too spicy you can add lemon to mellow it down I think with baking they feel if they don't get it right it fails yeah so that's what I was talking before about prep yeah. Way. Just read the recipe from like, like I suppose an exam Read it from the start To the end Yeah. And then just weigh out Your ingredients Couple of little bowls Don't be too concerned About the wash up mm. And then just bowl one As you see it One to six Or one to four Or one to eight Whatever isn't adding each by each And then to a tin Into a warm oven it's super simple. And now more than ever, and I think this is what we've been through in the last 18 months, is we baked at home. Mm. And people made great things. We took pictures and we put them out. And we were excited about it. Yeah. And even then, the generation below the kids, like I know my own, I get them home. And I'm very fortunate. I'm in work quite a lot. But my wonderful wife is is a home economics teacher. So she's actually cooking with the kids and sending me pictures. And Sadie made this or Oliver made that. And they're super proud and happy. Yeah. And they actually like, I'll put that in the lunchbox for tomorrow, you know, and bring yeah. it off. So, getting them interested in food is more important yeah. than anything. Although
1: that I we have to acknowledge that cooking with children as a concept <laughs> is wonderful and the reality can be very hard. If you've got any little bit of perfectionism in you it can be very difficult <laughs> to watch your child say my my son refuses to let me crack an egg he has to do it and obviously half the shell ends Shells, up in whatever right. you're making but you just have yeah. to let go of all of that don't yeah.
0: you? Yeah no, you definitely do and it's funny uh, my, my, my little daughter Sadia yeah, does eat cheese but she eats pizza, pizza cheese so every cheese is pizza cheese so okay. it, it, it's a challenge um, but you know it still exists and I remember going back to it, my nanny was licking the spoon yeah. it's like that nostalgic thing where you get to have the spoon at the end and yeah. I suppose we were, we were licking batter when we probably shouldn't have been when yeah. it was like raw egg oh and geez, stuff but it was always part and parcel of it you 100%. know
1: um, 100% 100% well we have some questions for you Owen right. and if you have questions baking questions send them in 51552 is the number to text um, so Kira says I love wholemeal bread it's a wet mix and it doesn't need any kneading recently I found that the crust is lovely but a massive air bubble appears between the crust and bread sometimes the rest of the bread is uncooked it's so frustrating as I'm doing everything the same as before but every time there's an air bubble any tips?
0: Yeah, so uh, maybe too hot, hot heat. So what they're getting is straight. Really, if you're putting it into a really hot oven, and that's predominantly what the uh, Kira is making is a soda bread. Mm-hmm. So it's um, weigh your bicarbonate soda as well. Make sure you weigh that really, really good because that is like intensive and additive, and that's what gives it gives it its spring, especially with wholemeal. Um, a wet mix, it's fantastic, it's in a tin, no problem with the wet mix. The wetter, the better, actually, in a soda bread, and mm. um, will stay fresher for longer. Mm. Um, but definitely the heat, so if you're going in really hot oven, just maybe, if you're going in a 240, drop it to 200 for the last two thirds of baking. Okay. And also, don't open the oven. So this is what we do, we always want to see it, we're yeah. always like, is it baking? And we just open that oven, and you got to remember, when you open an oven, it can take 15 minutes for the heat to get back to where it was so definitely don't open the oven
1: that's so hard though because then <laughs> yeah. what, you're worried that you're overcooking
0: yeah so two thirds one third so if, it, if it's the cooking time request just leave it for two thirds at a time leave the oven closed and for the last third you can open and that's when most of the bacon is done so you can sort of look is it going what way it's going okay and yeah
1: so if oven. you're cooking for I'm going to use 12 because it's an easy number to divide yeah. by three if you're cooking for, for 12 eight. minutes you can check check after eight check after eight okay yeah. um, any ideas on how not to have cracks when rolling a Swiss roll
0: Oh yeah, so on the but the easiest way to make a Swiss roll is lining the tin with paper this time around. and it is just literally roll fast, roll okay? fast. So yeah, roll really really fast, and also don't don't be, if it cracks, no problem. Ice the uh, icing sugar. We do this in a professional <laughs> professional <laughs> manner. We do this if a cake cracks at the top or, or a tart a lemon tart, we just can finish it with with a, with a meringue or a, something. Put it on So yeah. Roll it fast.
1: Roll it fast. Roll it with confidence, and don't worry yes, about it. Exactly. I love it. Uh, can I start a campaign here and now to rid the world of fondant icing? Says this person. It's horrible, <laughs> and people always throw it out. What do you make of fondant icing? Alex? Yeah,
0: it's not, actually not 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 a not a favorite of mine. Actually, and this is what this is probably referring to cakes. You know, we buy these cakes, and we want this cake that looks absolutely. We have a two-year-old birthday. Yeah, there's that
1: mad trend yes. at the moment, isn't there? And they're stunning. And like, mm. yeah, you can build an entire city on top of a cake yeah. out of fondant icing, but like, no one's eating it, are they? Yeah.
0: No, it's it's you go to the party, and they're peeling the fondant off. Yeah. So that's I like the cake, simple buttercream wrapped in a buttercream, or yeah, you know, and the naked cake is becoming quite big again, you know, or just yeah. seeing the sponge. And yeah, I'm I'm not a fondant lover.
1: Okay, okay. Well i signed that campaign. Have, yeah, you have agreement. <laughs> Phil said, I love to bake yeast bread, but where can I find fresh yeast?
0: Fresh yeast key is any Eastern European shop. Um, I've said this a number of times, I said this in my course all the time, that um Eastern European shops are really good, they're great, you go in, they always have a good stock of fresh yeast. Why? Because they're bacon bread. Okay. They really, really are, yeah.
1: And any tips for using fresh yeast for people yeah, who fresh haven't yeast, used it before? Yeah,
0: so fresh yeast, um, really simple. It's, it'll stay fresh for seven days in the fridge, and um, it can be frozen. Okay, so if you freeze mm. fresh yeast, you can just get a microplane, a little grater, and grate it in. But it has to go from frozen to a lukewarm water. And um, fresh yeast, simple. Don't be afraid of it. Um, I always, I encourage this in the course all the time. A bit of fresh yeast from the fridge is absolutely perfect. Doesn't need, and I'm talking lukewarm water, not hot water. Hot water, but hot water will kill the yeast straight away. So okay. really, just tap it.
1: Okay. Um, does Owen have any tips on helping to lighten a chocolate cake? I often find it just too heavy and dry.
0: Too oh, there is nothing
1: worse than a dry cake. Yeah,
0: dry cakes difficult. And um, yeah, more so uh, maybe a higher fat content. Mm-hmm. Um, and less baking time this could be a case of the, the recipe is really really good and it's going. It's just they're allowing it to bake too long so mm-hmm. don't be afraid to take it out if the recipe calls for 40 this is difficult Well, a recipe is a guide so if something calls for 40 minutes of baking your oven might be hotter than others it might have a hot spot we go through all this understanding yeah. your oven and learning how your oven bakes um, especially when we look at ag as are making a return and they're a completely different kettle of fish to bake yeah. with so take it out a little bit sooner don't be afraid
1: I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? It's the confidence yeah. and it's the experience. Because if you use your oven all the time, you know you know your oven, and yeah. you know one one eighty on in the recipe might be one seventy in your oven. But like, it's having the confidence to make that decision or to kind of divert from the recipe, which can be a little bit scary if you're new. Yeah,
0: and it's it's that, it's that thing. If it doesn't work the first time, try it again. Don't yeah. give up. We like honestly, as a as a baker who has a bakery, I want more people baking at home, which would yeah. sound a bit crazy, but it's it's honestly it's just that peace of mind. Yeah. where you can just put some in the oven, come back, it works, doesn't work. It always tastes good. Yeah. No matter if it's too dry or not or not cooked enough, it's always delicious. I'm sure
1: delicious. you can chalk it down to learning, right? Yeah, exactly. Do I really need all the extras, says this person? I have my trays, but should I be buying mixing machines?
0: Um, No. No, I actually don't think you need any extras. I think the mixing machines. By the time you plug them in, took on this whisk, that whisk. It's it, then you have to clean all that down. You don't really need to. Now, different if we're for mixing mm-hmm. like an Italian meringue. Yes, you won't be able to mix that by hand. You do need that, but like yeah, the extras. No, not really. A simple bowl, a simple tin, and the and your ingredients. You don't need a lot more.
1: And presumably, with like Italian meringue or whatever, you just the old school like hand mixers. Yeah, with the Italian meringue, it's they different because you got to bring
0: the sugar up to temperature and then pour and it's oh, got right, to be okay. really, really fast. Um, you need it. I actually do have a mixer at home and I oh. don't really use it. <laughs> 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 it's like I was got it and I was like, oh, I'll use that one day. Um, it's funny because when I got it, someone was like, do you really need that? And I was like, no, I don't know. But no, not really. <laughs> we'll
1: see. As it turns out, no. Um, Lucy and Intermore says, I love to bake, but everything I cook burns slightly on the top no matter how short I leave it in the oven. I imagine my old oven is to blame. Can I put a layer of baking paper over my bakes to protect the top?
0: You can Yes, certainly, and also don't be afraid. I think sometimes when you open ovens, people have the tray is in the middle yeah. or the high, and they never move it. Like take yeah. the tray out if it that's happening. Put it on in its lowest Lower tier, down, yeah, yeah, and then a little bit of baking paper on top is perfectly okay.
1: Okay, uh, any tips for blackberry season? What recipes should I be looking up?
0: Um, well first and foremost eat them <laughs> as you pick them <laughs> that's the best part of is, um, like I actually love a jam I'm still a big big jam lover mm. and I think we need to make more and I think when you're making a jam different than you're buying is you control the sugars so mm. sugar is something we definitely got to look at you know so a traditional jam might be 50% uh, blackberry 50% jam but lower that down a jam doesn't have to set like yeah. a jam you can take out then if you're making a blackberry jam it's toast it can go on the top of a cake it can be a finish mm. so like it's just about I would be a pro on the jam and making. you can keep John like for ages keep right exactly yeah. keep it forever and keep it in, in a cool room and then once you open it, just live in the fridge
1: okay um, and this one I, I this is like a different language to me so I hope you know what, what this one means <laughs> I'll give it a go I've seen people on TikTok tempering or pre-baking their silicone trays do I need to do that what is tempering silicone
0: um No, you don't need to do that at all. It's maybe a, the next TikTok trend, yeah. um, which isn't. No, you don't. So what they're doing is they're adding a bit of heat to it and, and working it out and bringing it back out. Yeah, no, no, you don't.
1: Okay. Okay, before I let you go, if you had one final say to try and get people who aren't baking already baking, what would you say?
0: I give it a go. Yeah, I really do. Like, I take that moment to go and and when you, and definitely, okay, so if you're making a cake, Put it in half and give a neighbor some. We need to get back out, call into the neighbor. If you don't get on with the next neighbor, go two doors up, okay? And let them try. They come back and they say, Do you know what? I really enjoyed that cake. That's going to spur you on for your next one.
1: Look at this man and his generous heart. Own Klusky of Bread 41. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoy Bake Off this week. I, for one, am living for it. Um, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks again. <laughs> Louise McSherry on 2FM.